This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. Samsung's Galaxy S21 phone series revealed. Google now owns Fitbit. And the next MacBook Pro may bring back the MagSafe connector. This is your Daily Tech Briefing, the morning edition. It's Friday, January 15th. From Engadget, I'm Bureau Chief Matt Smith. Samsung's newest smartphones are here. The company managed to hold on to one surprise when it came to its new Galaxy S21 phone family, the pricing. Both the S21 and S21 Plus are roughly $200 cheaper than the phones that came before them, and that's a big deal for Android phone owners planning to update. We've broken down all the specs online, but the S21, S21 Plus, and the S21 Ultra, yep, three new phones, are aimed squarely at the iPhone 12 series. At $800 and $1,000, the S21 and S21 Plus are the same price as the iPhone 12 and 12 Pro. Depending on your mobile OS preference, let's not get into that, Samsung's phones might come out on top in such a comparison. The S21 series come with more storage at their cheapest configuration, while both new phones have 120Hz screens, a tech feature that Apple is yet to adopt in any of its phones. At a cheaper price, though, both the S21 and the Plus model have lower res screens than their predecessors. Something had to go, it seems. If you're willing to spend more, the top-tier S21 Ultra can flip between high resolution and high refresh rates. It also has four cameras, which should keep you busy. It comes with a price to match those features, though, $1,200. All three phones are up for pre-order now, and we've got our first impressions online at Engadget.com. Google has officially completed its $2.1 billion purchase of Fitbit, more than a year after the deal was first announced. Fitbit co-founder and CEO James Park reiterated that Fitbit would continue to be device agnostic, making products that work with both iPhones and Android devices. Park added that Fitbit users' health and wellness data won't be used for Google Ads, and that that data would be kept separate from other Google Ad data. It's still not clear exactly how Fitbit will change under Google ownership. When the deal was first announced, Google's Rick Osterley noted that the deal was an opportunity for the company to manufacture made-by-Google wearables. And comments from both Osterley and Park made it sound as if future devices would run Google's own Wear OS software. Apple is planning a new design for the MacBook Pro that would mark a return of the MagSafe charger. That's according to reports from Bloomberg and 9to5Mac. The laptop will come in 14 and 16-inch sizes and likely be revealed in the third quarter of 2021. They'll feature Apple's own processors, and on some or all new models, Apple may also kill the touch bar, which has not exactly been embraced by users. 
You can expect to see more ports too. This could include the return of MagSafe instead of standard USB-C charging, although there isn't any further detail on whether this would be a USB-C port with magnetic capabilities or something else entirely. Several years ago, MagSafe chargers would release from your laptop if pulled hard, like tripping over a cable or when you forgot to disconnect it from a power source. According to these reports, the return of MagSafe would also reportedly allow for faster charging. According to these reports, the return of MagSafe would also allow for faster charging. And that's your Friday morning tech briefing. Catch up on all the full stories, reviews, and more at Engadget.com. And if you like what you're hearing, subscribe to our tech briefings wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you Monday. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.